Hello there, listeners. And you, my friends, are listening to Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a super squad of four friends. Dream Infringement Roll Call! That's right, it is Bobby, hungry like the wolf, Castillo. Emily, yo no soy marinero, soy capitan, Castillo. Adara, goonies never say die, Burns. And Jennifer, word to your mother, Woodside. We're back with a show from home. And do you know what that means? Well, a lot of things. First of all, eating in the studio, because the studio is home. It's my living room. It's where the food is. If I spill something here, it's my laptop and not the studio's very expensive equipment. (laughs) So that's exciting. Snacks. (laughs) And pants. Pants are totally optional. I'm wearing leggings. Do they qualify as pants? I don't know. Who cares? No one cares. And it's kind of lovely and very comfortable. But it also means... All the vocal sound of the heads. Because I myself have never passed up the opportunity to use a well-placed echo or harp. I don't have this superpower in everyday life, so I have to use it now while I can. Thanks, Jennifer, for that fun intro. I might even go as far as saying funky fresh. (laughs) Oh, was it funky fresh? Um, I'd bet my life on it, Emily. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, bring in the funky fresh intro vibes, apparently. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jennifer, yeah, we're so glad that uh, you're able to still send in some stuff. And uh, this was a, a serious, like collaboration we got knee deep in the collaborating oh yeah yeah we're we're, our collaborating skills are like um you know better than ever right now we're really we're really working hard and we're like really communicating totally yeah uh about what we're doing and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm like saying more things than i've ever said in my life yeah Mm -hmm. this is off off air like this isn't our our personal Mm -hmm. direct message because there's a lot of moving parts when you know we've like we're kind of doing this remotely so like jennifer is recording pieces and sending them in and then we're plugging them in and recording our pieces so yeah there's a lot of um, Mm -hmm, communication mm -hmm. involved it's like a it's like what's happening behind the scenes is a rube goldberg so there's like there's like a bowling ball that's like rolling down these like metal uh tracks and Mm -hmm. then it it (laughs) knocks into a um a, a matchstick and somehow uh, causes some sandpaper to yeah. ignite it, and then um, that matchstick burns the tail of a rat, and then the rat oh out oh, of that's the, awful. It it just like kind of gives him a uh, little yeah little animal fright, fruity. and then he runs down. He runs uh, into a tube, and then in order for him to get out of the tube, he has to push a ball out of it. Well, when that ball is ejected, it hits a wall. And then bounces off the wall um, into my mouth. Ew. And then when I when I spit the ball out of my mouth, I then can speak words. And then that ball lands into a 
vat of hand sanitizer, <laughs> which then releases the hand sanitizer and the ball, and the ball dries off and rolls into Connie's lap, and then she <laughs> uploads it to... Yeah. <laughs> there's so many... There's so many, <laughs> so many moving pieces. Parts. Yeah, also we'd like to take this moment to thank Connie for uh, helping us to remotely upload this show so that you fine listeners can now hear what you are hearing right now at this moment. Aren't you so glad? Oh, yeah, yeah. After Uh, all of that, you know they're grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Mm -hmm. without further ado... Yes. Let's introduce the theme this week. Okay. All right. Um, are you oh, wait. You to... usually do the sound effects. Yeah. And I announce it. Let's, you do it. Let's yeah. switch. Let's no. switch. Okay. Oh, boy. If I was in charge of sound effects, this is not the direction I would be going. Okay. The theme this week is... Google searches and random updates. Oh Yay. yeah, and, and you're probably saying you're probably wondering what am what is this? Is this a joke? Have you hijacked a community radio station just to say nonsense into a microphone? <laughs> well, you would be half true in assuming that, but because of the circumstances we all find ourselves in, we have, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, under quarantine. We have plenty of time on our hands. Yeah. Some of you are crafting. Some of you are making more face masks than than you ever will know what to do with. Here's Bobby's list of all the things you might have been doing during quarantine. I think we've opened like every episode with you listing all of the things our listeners could possibly be doing. Perhaps you're taking this time to dabble in a little bit of self-care, clipping your toenails, putting on chapstick lotioning your knees these are all things that of course we normally would never have time to get to i actually have been making sure i'm like my legs are moisturized there you go yeah and speaking from experience and i'm i'm reaping the benefits that's good that's good i didn't realize how badly my legs were being neglected Mm -hmm. um so there's a random update and emily never had the time for her knee care (laughs) That you just heard her express, but now she does. And some of us, instead of u- utilizing our time to be that kind of productive, we are taking our we are taking this this free time that we have on our hands to look up information on what the World Wide Web. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start things off with um, hearing from Jennifer and okay. something that she's doing on Google. Searching yes. for on Google, mm-hmm. doing something with Googling. Google. Let's let's hear Jennifer talk now. These are things that I Googled about the natural world surrounding us that didn't have to do with llamas or praying mantises. Um, I did Google birds to find the identity of the American robin, which has been disturbing my peace for the last month. I also have begun to see like a lot of little spiders and insects and such out and about while I'm walking and so I've looked up to see what they were. The same with different plants just to know what they are because some of the names are actually kind of funny. I guess my biggest nature search was about whale sharks. I kind of like whale sharks. They're basically just a big mouth 
with some fins attached and they eat about 46 pounds of plankton a day and plankton is such a weird concept to me it's microscopic food it does not sound that satisfying you have to do a lot of work for very little return I don't even know if some plankton is like tastier and more delicious than others or is it all just kind of bland can they even taste it I don't know so like an orca which is smaller than a whale shark can eat up to 350 pounds of meat a day and so that was also a strange concept that the one 46 pounds of plankton versus a huge difference in what they consume versus size and energy expended it was just an odd thing and I want to google more about plankton because as you can tell I have questions <laughs> that are unresolved so what about nature have you guys been googling what's what's up out there I see some pictures you guys have been taking walks too what's up I'm glad that dream infringement all can agree that plankton is a weird concept mm -hmm. because I have often <laughs> often I haven't often thought about plankton oh no she's always thinking about plankton. but when I do think about plankton Emily be real with the <laughs> listeners <laughs> I'm just always thinking about plankton and how weird it is I'm not but that is a massive amount of plankton to yeah. have to uh, acquire for oneself as a whale shark. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of plankton in the ocean. I mean, it's a big place. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't looked up, like, animals in nature, but I was trying to find a good place to take the boys swimming, um, potentially this weekend before I knew that this storm uh, was going to happen. Um, so I was looking up stuff about Applegate Lake mm -hmm. and like, how busy is it? And could we safely socially distance ourselves from people and go to a lake? But then, you know, the rain and water came to us and those plans were washed away. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer, I I'm looking through my uh, my search history, and uh, there's two things that came to mind uh, that probably are the closest to googling animals. Um, the first thing, which I won't explain too much because I don't think it's necessary, is a movie called Sicilian Vampire. <laughs> so bats, I guess, would be the indirect connection. Uh, and then I also googled the plot to wild hearts can't be broken mm. and i think emily can take the reins <laughs> on this one. Oh boy <laughs> um so wild hearts can't be broken is a movie that i watched when i was uh, a little kid um and it's about a woman during the great depression who well, I guess she's a young girl. I don't know. It, it, it's confusing. She starts off in she's school. She's a young her, woman. <laughs> her parents had had died, and she was living with her aunt, and she's just kind of, like, very stubborn, gets along well with horses. She wants to move to the big city of 
Atlantic City. Yeah. Yeah. The big... No, Jersey Shore? I don't think it was Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> um, I think it was Atlantic City. It doesn't City. matter. It's not relevant. Okay. Anyway. She and... wants to make it big. Yeah, she wants to make it big. And then she finds an ad in the newspaper about a... Um, a rider of diving horses. So what they would do is they would um, send a horse up a ramp and then a lady, I guess. I'm not sure if it was always a woman. It doesn't have to be a woman. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was in the 30s. This is the part that I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure what's historically it's accurate. Different time. Different time. A person would, in this case, a, a young woman <laughs> would... <laughs> Then, as the horse is, like, galloping up to the top, she would leap onto the horse and jump off like, a ledge into water. Like, it's basically a makeshift cliff into water. Yeah. And so that's that's the ad that she answers, and yeah. she gets a job, yeah. and then um, tragedy Ugh. strikes. And then there's, like, a farm boy who's like, will they, won't they... So there's the romance part yeah. of it, and um, yeah. It, it's a Disney movie. But I think one of the most valuable nuggets of information that I collected from that Google search of the movie, the hit 1991 drama film, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, produced by Disney, I think one of the most valuable pieces of information was that the real woman uh, had apparently watched the movie the showing of it when it came out in 1991 so she was like still alive so her sister's there watching it with her and then afterwards they were like they were like ma'am ma'am tell us what did you think of the film about you about your life um i assume there was like a reporter waiting outside of the movie theater for her and she said that none of it was real to life that it none of it depicted in any way what what she went through the only thing that was true <laughs> were basically the major plot points of the movie so i'm not oh. sure if maybe she just didn't like the flair of the movie it was the guy that was in so the lead male <laughs> love interest oh. is the guy from 16 candles yes. that's where he's from he's the like the jock like yeah i knew he looked familiar but i yeah. couldn't quite place him so so those of you who are huge fans of of michael schofling michael schofling <laughs> you're really gonna dig this it, movie if you're all if you're huge schofling heads and you want more schofling in your life then definitely watch wild hearts can't be broken it's on disney plus so it doesn't get. I mean, it's not. It's not on Disney Plus. Oh, it's not. Then no, you have I had to, to buy it. I had to rent this movie. Yeah. So how much is a little bit more of Donald Schofling's <laughs> William Schofling? Honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> how much so is it worth to you? <laughs> if you want to watch this movie, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Doesn't um, matter. If you care. don't and you want to read the real story, <gasps> you can pick up the book "A Girl and Five Brave Horses." So that's her memoir. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And her you can name compare. Is Sonora Webster Carver. So now you have information and facts to yeah. do your own Google searching. 
We should probably go into a song break, right, Emily? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Here is Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. All right. We're back. And... Better than ever. (laughs) Really, really, what you got before was not 100%. wasn't 100%, but now we're in it 110%. In it to win it. Um, Let's hear from Jennifer. All right. Sock it to me, Jen. Jennifer here. Just a few musings about my week so far. (laughs) I got to be creepy at the doctor's office in two very different ways. So that was exciting. Way number one is like they had a door guy take my temperature with his cool scanner thing. I love those. They don't even have to touch you. And I told the front desk gal, I said, hey, if you want to pay that guy a compliment, tell him he has such beautiful eyes. And she was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, he has very good mask energy. She laughed. So maybe it wasn't as creepy. I felt like it would have been more creepy if I would have just said it to him directly because I think I'm probably a lot older. So <laughs> it would have been, ooh, he would have been like, thank you, no thank you. And the second way in which I was creepy involves a little bit of backstory, which is that the ants have come. It's that time of the season when all the ants are out and wandering around. And I'm trying to keep up with them, but I keep finding them in random places. And also, like, I'll brush up against something and there will be ants on me and I won't know. And one will just, like, randomly appear. And I'm like, oh... that makes me look like I am infested with ants and I live in fear of it one just randomly appearing when I'm around someone else and then they will see the ant on me and so I had to have a a procedure and I was like so my disclaimer to you is that there's an ant thing like (laughs) if like a random ant just like comes out of nowhere I'm so sorry I, I promise you that I have showered I promise you and it's, it's hard with masks when they're like, don't touch your face, because sometimes I'm like, but it could be an ant. So I kind of want to take care of that situation. Is it like a loose hair or is it an ant on my forehead? I really don't know. The other fun thing I did was I went to buy a rotisserie chicken and it was really hot. So when I went to pick it up out of the cart to put it on the little belt, the container buckled and it just carcass whatever you call it just slid out into the cart just spilling hot oil and grease all over everything I was trying to buy all through like the aisle in front of the cashier stand it was just it was a mess and it was really hot so like I couldn't really move it bird either and I couldn't wipe my hands on anything and it just kept spreading like it was on the wheels it was on the conveyor belt it just was this unending mess that I couldn't get rid of and I felt so bad for the cashier I apologized profusely like I wish there was something that I could do like had I had a lot of money I would have been like here's just a hundred bucks under the table just take it just take it don't tell anybody you earned it because what I just did was bad uh, but didn't happen that way but then I was too embarrassed to ask for another chicken so I ended up going to a completely different store to pick up 
a rotisserie chicken. And the first one I picked up, they were in bags instead of containers, and the bag just suddenly like flew open, and it too tried to dislodge its contents, but I caught it, so I didn't compromise two chickens in one day. And hopefully never again, because I will be ultra careful, because now I know the repercussions of when it goes wrong. Still having issues with the very loud robin outside my house. And I went for a walk and it kept following me from tree to tree. I have decided to name it Ignatius Weatherbottom because it makes me feel slightly better to have personified it with a name. And I tried very gently yelling Ignatius shut up, which did nothing. The bird did not care, but it made me feel better because I had like a more creative direction to vent my frustration with how loud and unending that this bird is. Anyways, that's been a bit of my week. So Jennifer had um, told us the chicken story um, earlier in the week, and I was actually able to use it to help our six-year-old son feel better when he went to pull out a box of toys from like this toy bin area we have and like all the Legos spilled out. He was like really frustrated. And so I was like, you might be frustrated, but guess what happened to Jennifer? <laughs> um, and it kind of alleviated some of his frustration. So, um, man, yeah. I I have dealt with that chicken grease just like getting Ugh. on other groceries in the bag. Yes, like after it's come home, and it is it's a nightmare. It's so yeah icky and like a chicken smell is not a pleasant smell when you are not eating chicken mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it doesn't have the payoff of like the actual chicken meat being consumed right yeah. <laughs> so no one wants chicken juice and i have a an atypical uh ant solution from my grandma <gasps> oh, who said she just put the secret she puts food out for the ants so that they congregate and don't bother her that's oh like she's her like, solution like that's her offering to the ants <laughs> yeah <laughs> like those she's people like... Like in, in the village like who threw like the half beef <laughs> on the rock like that's what she's doing right she's like i'll hook you up if you don't get on me <laughs> so take you do it with that what you want i think that's actually a very beautiful idea that's that's really great because because everyone wins in that situation <laughs> Yeah. That's like win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my grandma, she has a lot of love for creatures great and small. That's really great. Well, um, Jennifer seems to just not, seems to be having absolutely no luck with birds just in general. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's, I was noticing a, an underlying theme there. And I also love the idea that you were like, I lost one chicken today. I'm not <laughs> losing two. <laughs> This will not happen on my watch, <laughs> which I also admire. I think that's really great. Um, and yeah, and it also, it reminded me of something, but I forgot what it was. Oh, well, I have another thing to say. Okay. Um, it's kind of like 
I don't know, like I'm repeating a compliment someone gave me, so that feels a little weird. But speaking of good mask vibes, I think I might have them. Um, I didn't realize how much I relied on like my smile to kind of gauge how other people will react to me. Um, and so in stores, like I can't just, you know, smile at someone and then like I can tell if this person is going to be like, you know, kind or friendly. Um, but I still smile, even though they can't see me. But the girl at Trader Joe's was like, you must have a great smile because I can tell you're smiling even though you have your mask on. And it was like the sweetest compliment. And Aww. it made me feel really good because it is hard to like read people and yeah. it's hard to like make sure you are also like communicating in a way that isn't using the bottom half of your face. Um, I'm not complaining because like masks are important. Um, but it is like, it's a, it's a challenge. So do you think that she like, has she seen you before? Like has, has she seen your smile? I don't think so. She was someone I haven't. So she was just like basing it off of truly just like what she was, what her imagination was able to conjure up happening behind that mask yeah it was a really nice compliment that's great especially if you if you had if you had had which you don't but just like a really messed up like smile just like kind of like crooked on. (laughs) it was more of a grimace yeah like when you smiled like it just if i had kathleen turner's smile yeah yes (laughs) like if you had the smile of kathleen turner and you're very self-conscious about how evil it looked (laughs) And you heard that. That would be really nice. So That is. Yeah. That would be really nice. I wonder if that has something to do with the fact that maybe some people are feeling insecure themselves about the mask. And so to like compensate for that, they're handing out, you know, they're handing out mask related, um, you know, compliments. compliments. So you're saying it wasn't that she thought I had a really no. great smile. It was to like... <laughs> compensate for something <laughs> not at all not wow. at all <laughs> all right i think we should all we should wear masks that ha- that say like my smile looks great <laughs> underneath this or underneath this mask is a great smile <laughs> just trust me i wouldn't wear a mask that said that um i did order a mask from the decemberists that says everything is awful everything is awful everything is everything is terrible terrible yeah everything Um, is terrible well when you get it you'll be able to actually read it that's true yeah hasn't come in the mail yet i think i (laughs) did like a pre-order or something so who knows when it'll get here um but i'm sure we have plenty of mask wearing time in our future yes we do and on the subject of birds, as we mentioned earlier, Emily, I have egg on my face. Uh-oh. Um, I would like to redact. Redact? Sure, yeah. I would like to withdraw mm-hmm. uh, my my earlier statement when I said that the song was called Everything is Terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay? I fact-checked it. Mm-hmm. It's Everything is Awful. Thank you. Emily, so you... <laughs> yeah. Right again. You're off the hook. (laughs) All right. Well, let's listen to that song. 
Let's because it's it. a good one. And yeah. everything is awful. This has been a terrible week. Just acknowledge it. Give yourself permission to feel that way. Yeah. Okay. Here's the Decemberists. Everything is awful. All right. What have you for us next, Jennifer? Yes. What frightening question have you conjured up? In your cauldron? In your cauldron of ideas. <laughs> okay, so these are different news items that I looked up. Um, the first one, this is very grim. This is normally not something I would ever search but I was a little baffled by the story, so I delved a little deeper. Um, a woman in Illinois was mauled to death by her French bulldog. A French bulldog is usually about 28 pounds, and so that seemed odd. Like, you don't normally hear of that happening. They said it was a dog that had been used as a fighting dog. It had attacked her boyfriend, and Animal Control Services took it away, and she brought it back, and tragedy occurred. That's That was sad. I'm sorry to start that off with something that was sad. They had a picture of her, though, with the dog, and it was small. <laughs> How? Oh, okay, I, I have to let it go. <laughs> I have to let it go. They're not going to release all the like horrific details online, nor should they, so I have to let it go. I did look up llamas and coronavirus antibodies because they have discovered that llamas might have an antibody that could be helpful. And I wanted to know who was the person who knew this about llamas or were running tests against llama antibodies. Maybe they have like a huge sort of compilation of all animal antibodies and they were just like badger, no, uh, eagles, no, llamas, yes. Like how they made this connection, they did not say and I am sad about that. I looked up praying mantises versus Asian giant hornets because there have been a few sightings of Asian giant hornets in Washington, not above us, over to the side, uh, east coast, and praying mantises can take them down. These hornets can be one to two inches in length, and they like to kill our honeybees. No, we need our honeybees. That's been established. But unfortunately, praying mantises also like to eat honeybees. So just the thought I had of shipping large containers of praying mantises to Washington to deal with the bee infestation that we, or the hornet infestation that we don't want is a bad idea. So sorry, Washington, I, I cannot save you. I tried. This isn't perhaps news, but my mom was complaining that she couldn't find any cute ideas for like quarantine care packages that she could leave for people. And... I googled my heart out and I also could not find something that I thought was like cute or especially fun. So I'm maintaining that you should just go with like cookies and junk food because it's cookies and junk food. The cutest thing I found was a succulent plant care package that said like quarantine sucks without you. Play on words. I thought it was cute. Mom did not think that that it didn't do it for her as far as the cuteness quotient so I have nothing I have nothing for her I'm usually like the go-to person who can find these original ideas and I just I let us all down I'm a failure
I'm a failure. Stay safe though on social media and the news and TV. They say that's one of the biggest things that you can do for your self-care is to turn it off. So anyway, over to Bobby and Emily. What what have you been looking up news-wise? Well, Jennifer, as far as current events, um, basically the only the closest thing that I have to that uh, would have to be 90 Day Fiance related. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's this character, or I guess it's a person. <laughs> Seems more like a character uh, on 90 Day Fiance, and her name is Stephanie. And she just like never, she acts like she's crying all the time, but there's never any tears. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just like the worst thing ever. When someone is constantly like, pretending to cry or saying like i'm so bothered by this um, like emotionally bothered but no tears come out Hmm. i mean yeah yeah. i it's baffling yeah um it's definitely something that was worth googling did you find an answer or just other people agreeing with you that that's yeah you sometimes i'll just google something because i just want other i want to see that there are other people who who felt the the way i felt Yeah. yeah yeah i needed that um, well, I Googled, of course I was Googling, you know, how many COVID-19 uh, cases there have been in Jackson County. Um, you know, that quite a bit, actually, like several times. And then we happened to see the aftermath of a car accident oh, when yeah. we were driving home from Medford. So I looked that up. There was no information, but like the entire car had flipped over. And it and all there it was it was awful. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a really sad thing, and I don't know what happened. So that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like a lot of local news, yeah. just like really into local news right now. <laughs> um, yeah, local news is uh, it, it keeps us grounded. It does. Yeah, yeah, keeps us local. Keeps us local. Yeah. I uh I was recently looking up great I I typed in great sci-fi movies for kids. And the reason why I did that is because uh normally my me and my son mm-hmm. we our 6-year-old we go camping um around this time and I feel a little wary about camping right now. Yeah. Uh so we've been just opting to have slumber parties downstairs. Which is basically consisting of us like eating a lot of candy and popcorn in the living room and sleeping on the floor. And I realized that at 33 years old, my back is just not floor suited. Mm. It's not quite as easy to sleep on the floor as it was in my younger years. At 32 years old, or however old I am right now, <laughs> I my back is not always like mattress suited i don't know what happens <laughs> what does your back need <laughs> i don't know i don't know mm, maybe it's maybe you need to sleep in one of those like uh vertical like harness things probably <laughs> i need something so Ooh. i can't even imagine what would happen if i slept on the floor Ugh. if if there was a situation emily yes where you had the opportunity nay you were forced to sleep in a uh, hammock, mm-hmm. okay, 
You were forced to sleep in a hammock. You had no other choice. You had uh-huh. to. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you realize it was the best night that you have slept in years, decades even. Uh-huh. Would you be willing, if it was that good, would you be willing to install a hammock in your bedroom and sleep in it and be like forever known to your children as they grow up as <laughs> the mother that slept in the hammock. That was I'll just do anything. Yeah. I'm desperate. Oh, really? Desperate for a good night's sleep. Okay. Desperate for my body to stop hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Why do bodies start hurting? I don't know. Is it, norm- is it normal for, for someone in their early 30s to have hurt bodies? I don't know. But I did actually, another thing I Googled was um, like, what's the deal with curcumin? Because... <laughs> I'm, like, trying to be as anti-inflammatory as possible within my body. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I'm not doing everything I could be doing. but <laughs> Not everything, but I, most. <laughs> some. some. One thing. One thing. Um, anyway, there is, like, actual science to back up, uh, like, turmeric and um, curcumin... Uh, Curcumin? I don't even know if I'm saying it right, guys. Yeah. Sounds um, right. It anti-inflammatory sounds properties. So, yeah, science. Yeah. And, and supplements. Thank you for saying those two things. <laughs> um, and on the subject of health, I recently Googled men's workout shorts. Ooh. Should I say that again a little slower? I recently Googled men's workout shorts so i'm that much closer to my (laughs) quarantine jog that i'm working towards you gotta build yourself up for that yeah i'm not ready to run outside in shorts and nothing nothing else basically shorts and running shoes like i'm not ready for that well i I hope that you're never (laughs) I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. We're we're doing is we're we are trying to be transparent to the listeners. Okay? <laughs> so, I'm painting a picture of what's what my life is like. Mm-hmm. And if they need a description of my jogging attire, I'll give it to them. There's there's no secrets with me and the listeners, Emily. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's, no secrets. Let's uh, cut this short. Okay. And move along. Yeah. Let's listen to a song. Yes. Let's listen to a song. Um, Bobby recently introduced me to a really cool cover mm-hmm. of a song. Yeah. It's uh, it's sung by Juan Gabriel, and the song is "Have You Ever Seen the Rain?" I think you'll recognize this little tune. All right. If you're just tuning in, um, you're nearing the end of dream infringement. Say it isn't so, Emily. Say it isn't so. But um, before we go, we have one more tidbit from Jennifer. Suck it to us. Okay, so first off the bat, celebrities and movies, TV, things like that. Um, Recently, I fell down a complete rabbit hole um, looking up things about Khloe Kardashian. She's not normally somebody that I think about day to day ever, (laughs) but I kept seeing all these memes that featured a different person 
and then that person actually ended up being Khloe Kardashian. She got an astounding amount of plastic surgery recently. She now kind of looks like Denise Richards. I had some chat moments with Bobby and Emily regarding perhaps that maybe even though it has been denied that OJ Simpson might be her actual biological father. When you look at some of her childhood pictures, there is definitely some similarities is what I'm saying. I looked up the curious case of the friendship between Brad Pitt and Aaliyah Shawkat. Um, he's 56, she's 31. Paparazzi have stalked them and see her coming and going and it's rumored that they're just friends and actually I'm kind of there for it. She has such a completely different energy and vibe than anyone that I've ever read about him being linked with and so I hope that's like a positive thing whether it's purely platonic or even romantic it's something very different and I'm very curious what the outcome will be. He tends to take on a lot of the traits of the people that he's around, as we've seen historically from his other like relationships. So if he had a little bit more of her vibe, what that would lead to, I want, I'm curious. I want to know. I looked up Molly Ringwald's opinion of her prom dress in Pretty in Pink, and she also thought it was a disaster, which I found very satisfying that she hated it too because it was just so ugly <laughs> that I wanted her to agree with me. She says she signed off on it, she doesn't know what she was thinking, and she was very shocked when she saw the final dress. She has since made her peace with it. I looked up 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days because I have been seeing so many memes about season 4 and it did not disappoint. I usually do not watch reality television, hardly at all. This was just <laughs> such a train wreck of different relationships. Man, it pulled me right in. It was very diverting. I like want to thank them for being such a source of entertainment through these difficult times. I also looked up Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist because I enjoyed season one, which just ended. They don't know if there will be a season two or not. So I googled the Twilight series because Stephanie Meyer is releasing a new book 15 years after the others were released called Midnight Sun. And apparently there was a lot of drama surrounding this. She started it years ago but then a few chapters were leaked and so she said she wasn't going to release it and then she was and the whole 50 shades of gray came out which I don't know how but it is a fan fiction loosely based on Twilight uh, okay and so then she said she's not going to release her book but now she said she is because corona is happening and like that's something she wants to do for the reading community at large I guess my first thought was oh is she out of money does she need like a, a new house she needs like a, a mortgage or down payment on a mortgage <laughs> the teenage girl who was reading this at the time they're 30 now so does she still have a fan base that will carry this book I also had to google Elon Musk's baby name he recently had a baby with his partner Grimes. Both Grimes and Elon have given different pronunciations of 
how the name would be. So Grimes said, it's just X like the letter X, then AI, like how you said the letter A and I, and then followed up with A12. So XAI A12, but Elon said, I mean, it's just X. And then the AE combo is pronounced like ash and then A12. So X ash A12 or Zash A12 is what he's saying. So poor little baby X has a legacy to live up to, but really it shows like a unity of two very strange people with a very strange vision that totally was cohesive. So you got to give them that. So could this be love? (laughs) Nothing says true love than both wanting to name your baby something that weird. All right, so that was my Google searches about celebrities. You guys, what you got? Jennifer, I just want to say that I agree with you on all accounts. Those are all things about pop culture right now that I'm interested in, and I've basically reached the same conclusions as you. Yeah. yeah it's totally weird that Brad Pitt and Aaliyah Shawkat are, like, dating. It's weird. I, I, I'm going to well, say may, it. may not, may or may not be dating. Yeah. But... Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah, so Bobby and I, we've watched our fair share of reality shows. We sure have. Um, and we finished watching... Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. Yes, I can it, never remember the name. A, Loved it. A Bachelor Produce joint. It was basically like finding love and being on American Idol. Mm-hmm. It was delightful. Yeah. We are huge Matt and Rudy fans. We if are. you watched it, you know. Yeah. Um, and they sang a song that I would never listen to in without having watched this yeah it's called tennessee whiskey it's originally by chris stapleton um we're but, gonna... but our favorite version is by matt and rudy yeah our favorite version is by matt and rudy which we yeah. would play for you we'd play you out with that but we don't have access to that so we're gonna yeah we're gonna go with chris stapleton um and yeah this has been dream infringement it sure has uh We'll play you out with this song, but we want to just let you know that we're just glad that you sat down and took the time to tune in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, because we don't we don't put this whole thing together just for just for just to hear our own voices. That is correct. It's for you. Yes. As our listeners. Yeah. Um, if you love KSKQ, you can go to kskq.org and find out more about uh, the show, our show, and other shows. Um, you can make a donation. Yeah, this is a non-profit yes. uh, community radio station. Yeah. And, yeah, and you can help help us to continue to do what we're doing. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah, and stay tuned for the next show, One World, Many Songs, with Leo. Leo. Whom we love, whom we respect, and we just think he's wonderful he's an angel he's wonderful he's wonderful you're in good hands all right so stick around for that bye everyone goodbye but you rescued me from reaching for the bottom